Welcome to Double Vision, a reality recap podcast with Jules and Keys. Let's get into it. Jules. Hi, Keen. How are you tonight? I'm pumped. I'm anguilicized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. How are, how are you? I feel about the same. Work has been a little crazy the last week or so, but as always, I'm super excited to be here tonight talking about episode seven of Real Housewives of Atlanta, season five. I do, but I won't. Yes. So we return to the awkwardness that follows Kenya putting her arms around Apollo and Portia and asking them about a threesome. (laughs) (laughs) And so somebody says, and this is the part that happens when too many things are happening at the same time. I just start writing down quotes and I'm like, Jules, we'll know who to attribute these to. So I wrote down, those are fighting words in my neighborhood. Did you write this down? I think did, it might. Did Phaedra say that? I think it might have been Phaedra. Yeah. I wrote down, don't come over with that, honey. I'm married. Go on home now. I ain't with all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yes. I wrote, yes. Phaedra rightfully shuts it all down. Um. And we hear Kenya saying she's being, quote, sensitive. Yeah. Okay. She getting sensitive. It was for fun with her, like, big smile. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. This is just fun. Phaedra says, my friend sleeping with my husband, that ain't fun. No, not at all. It was really disgusting. Um, we then uh, we cut to Nini's confessional where she starts questioning Kenya and Walter's relationship, which I thought was amazing. It was such interesting timing, too. Yeah. Because we're all caught up in like, oh, how was Kenya this rude to Phaedra? And then Nini's like, something about Kenya and Walter's relationship does not smell good to me. Mm-hmm. She's like flirting and running around. There's something strange. Right. <laughs> and so we see Cynthia sort of interject because you can tell by- Phaedra is rightfully getting really pissed off and might need to just like calm down a little bit. And so she tries to bring the ladies back. She mentions the need for respect Um, And she calls out Kenya to a certain extent, like, we need to be respecting each other. We can't do this. And then Nini immediately questions Kenya and Walter's relationship to her face. Yes, she says, is your relationship for real? And Peter, messy queen, is like, are you questioning their relationship? Nini goes, absolutely, 100%. (laughs) Now, what did you think about Kenya's reaction to this? I mean, I felt like it left a weird taste in my mouth because I'm like, are you really addressing the elephant in the room? Yeah, she kind of just like looks a little caught. Yeah. She kind of rolls her eyes, but she like doesn't really have much to say. She's like, this is what I think I need in my life. And like that doesn't address the concerns of whether it's fake she's like i like my relationship it's like no that's not what we're talking about though yeah like you're asking as if nini says like is walter the right one for you she says is this even really happening right does like she 
I mean, it felt to me almost like Kenya didn't, but there's no way that she didn't realize what Nini was saying because yeah. she was very explicit, but she sort of reacts as if Nini didn't just say, are y'all like faking this relationship <laughs> yeah. for TV? Cause that's what it seems like. Yes. Nini just looks at her and goes, really? <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so they all start to head home back to the house that they're staying in. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia tells Portia she thinks Nini had a point because Kenya was all up on the guy who owns this house they're staying at. And so she tells Portia about like the conversation she was having with the Filipino guy. Right. And there, her, and this was, oh yeah, from last week when she was talking about like how tall he was and having babies with him. Yeah. Sperm bank, oh, whatnot. So gross. Yeah. So on the way back to the bus, Phaedra seems kind of actually to be forgiving Kenya. Mm-hmm. Like she's letting it go. And Kenya's like, of course I respect their marriage and your marriage. And Phaedra's like, okay. Yeah. All right. But then in confessional, Phaedra says, put some ice in your panties because it's not a good look for you. love that you caught that honestly <laughs> I it got to the point for me in this episode that I felt like Phaedra and Nini both had so many great one-liners I was like I cannot write this all down I'm gonna have to start taking notes like on a computer we really just need to recite the whole episode verbatim oh my but gosh there's just it's just gold it was so good and so in addition to flirting with the Filipino guy Portia brings up uh but she does it in such an iconic way she like quote I wrote down playfully mentions the dance quote sandwich with Cynthia, Kenya and Peter. And then she's like, yeah, I was really shocked with that. Cause I felt like you were on the wrong side of the sandwich. And Cynthia's like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, yeah, because you know, you were bent over and then Kenya was bent over and she definitely did a drop and a booty shake. And Cynthia said, wait, what? She yeah. did what? She's like, yeah, girl, it was a drop in a booty shake. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> it certainly was. Right? And I felt like the way that this conversation went where Cynthia was trying to get clarification of exactly what Portia said very clearly was like, wait, no, but you you don't mean... As if there was just, like, this shocking realization. Yeah, like, apparently Cynthia missed the whole thing. Yeah, when she was bent over on the other (laughs) side, not giving much, actually. I mean, granted, we love Cynthia. But if I were doing, like, a twerk judging situation, Uh Kenya was... No, Kenya has something special. Like, the way she shakes her ass is incredible. Yeah. And any of us can only dream of such a thing. I think part of it has to do with working out. Maybe we should work out. (laughs) I do work out. Yeah, that's right. You work out all the time. Maybe I should work out. I need the donkey booty workout. (laughs) That's right. We need to get... I'm going on Amazon tonight. We're getting the donkey booty workout. And we are going to provide a video episode for our listeners with our faces destroyed. With our voices distorted and our faces <laughs> hidden, of us doing the donkey booty workout. That's the next. That's gonna be the next big thing. I can feel it. Maybe it'd be better to just like draw an animation of ourselves doing it <laughs> <laughs> instead of actually doing it. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining. <laughs> 
I'm imagining stick figure Kino really getting it in. Yes. And, like, and then we could like animate how our butts grow from doing the oh, booty yes. workout. And we have, and we can like pray to Queen Phaedra. Yes. Um, so Cynthia says she's going to let it go. She's like, yeah. okay, well, everyone's just kind of having fun. I don't want to make a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of understand that because she didn't really see it. So it's like, what's she really going to do? Yeah. Um, at the same time, I'd be mad. I think I would be super pissed off about it, especially. And I think a big part of this is that Kenya is very new to this group. Mm-hmm. So this, because I could imagine if like a friend of mine, although I can't imagine any friend like twerking on my man, because that's such so a weird thing to do. Weird and disrespectful. Yeah. But if it were to happen, I think that if I had the type of relationship with a person where like we're close enough, I don't care that much. But that is not the case between Cynthia and Kenya. Like they just haven't known each other for that long. They- no, Cynthia didn't even want her to come on this trip, and Kenya invited herself. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's sort of like. I mean, she called her her enemy at one point. Like this is somebody that Cynthia is not friends with, and somebody who's not your friend should not be flirting with, talking to, touching or dancing on or with your husband ever like yeah. point blank period not cool so i don't think i would have let it go um but i to your point i think that her response is actually the most appropriate because she doesn't she didn't actually see what happened and everybody was sort of drinking and having fun and like what's she going to do like confront peter who clearly didn't realize what was going on either otherwise he would have because, I mean, we know how obsessed Peter is with Cynthia. He wouldn't have just, like, let that slide if he'd noticed, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. So, I guess we're just chalking it up to island vibes. Right? It's like, yeah. Womp womp. Speaking of Peter, he pulls all the guys aside to inform them of the vow renewal plan tomorrow. Yeah. He's going to tell all everyone it's a white party and they're all going to go to the beach. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever been to a white party, Jules? No. Um, have you? Yeah. <laughs> many times and I noted this because I thought that that joke was so funny because it's so on point and it's I think that it was the Peter says like yeah he's like yeah black people love an all-white party which they do and I think part of it is because like I mean you know wearing white is so like pristine and so crisp and I they do it it looks amazing against dark skin like I just I have very pale skin so it's not like white is like my best color Oh, interesting. I didn't even think about that. If I were invited to a white party, I would certainly participate. But it's not like <laughs> I just don't get a lot of opportunities to wear white, I guess. A valid. Yeah, no. I get I I didn't even think about like what it looks like on your skin. But yeah, I was thinking about more of like debutante balls and how everybody wears white because it's like both a I guess like I don't know if it's about virginity per se, but something about like purity and like only rich people wear white because it it gets dirty. That's right. Yeah. It yeah. It feels like very summer, but like elegant, mm-hmm. fancy in a way. Yeah. So it was Love perfect. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you ever have a white party, please invite me. Absolutely. <laughs> if I can, I don't even think I. I only own like one white dress at this point. Yeah. Because you know I have to clear out my closet of all of the hateful things that made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> um. So before uh, this conversation ends. Greg uh, mentions that he can give Peter a gift. And he's like, yeah, I got two Viagra for you. (laughs) (laughs) 
To which Peter responds, no, I don't need Viagra. I'm fine. He's, and Greg then says, well, me neither. That's why I'm trying to get rid of him. <laughs> oh, Greg. Oh, bless. So Greg has cooked dinner for everybody, and they're mm-hmm. all sitting down to eat. And Peter talks about how he and Cynthia had sex last night. And he's like, if you don't have sex on this trip, there's something wrong in your relationship. Nini goes, that's a lie. I bring home a lot of bacon boo. <laughs> She's like, sometimes I'm tired. <laughs> Everybody is joking around the table about it. They start talking about that third shift, which oh, I, yeah. I'm only, I'm assuming that it means like the third round, like late at night. Yeah. Nini makes a joke about how you're just like laying there so tired. <laughs> and of course, like Candy and Todd talk about like, do the hot tub and everyone's being like cute and fun kenya looks like weirded out by this conversation probably because she and walter aren't doing anything right then all of a sudden walter asks kenya to go off alone with him right but before that happens we can't forget about phaedra's amazing reaction to finding out that candy and todd were in the hot tub and she says yeah, you're going to end up drinking the water and getting pregnant, and they're all going to start looking like little Todd's. <laughs> and she again brings up her obsession with not going in the hot tub and states, since I'm in love with my own vagina, I protect it dearly. So I'm not going in that hot tub. Yes. And I loved every second of it. Um, okay, so now Walter asks Kenny to go off, and she's like, what? Why? Why am I going off alone with you? Why? Right. And, of course, in confessional, she's like, this is it. Yeah, she suspects a proposal because her delusion is unmatched in terms of the levels. <laughs> and then as soon as they leave the table, Nini reiterates to everyone that she doesn't think they're a real couple. <laughs> Now, why did Walter pull her away from the meal to talk to her? He wants to tell her about the plans for the vow renewal tomorrow. Right. Which, okay. Hear me out on this. Okay. Right. So at first I was like, this is so weird. But then it reminded me so much of what a boyfriend does with a girlfriend. Like the second that they find out something, they run and tell the person that they're with. And it was, it was what? Minutes. (laughs) Minutes after Peter says we're doing this surprise vow renewal, Walter then like runs, pulls Kenya aside, makes this whole show of it to be like, they're doing a vow renewal. And to me, I'm like, whether this was like, maybe he got direction from Kenya to like do things that you think a boyfriend would do for a girlfriend. But I was like, this is actually very realistic in the grand scheme of things. Like a guy thinking oh, I have to tell you this immediately. We got to go to this corner and so we can talk about somebody else getting married again. Yeah, I think that that's true. I think he was excited to tell her. I think it was also possible that during all the sex conversation, he was like, I got to get Kenya out of here. Like maybe it was just kind of uncomfortable. So he was like, we, I just want an excuse to like leave this conversation. Yeah, you might be right. Just, the timing was very weird. It was. I will say also for this entire um, sort of segment with them talking, I was very distracted by the Band-Aid on Kenya's arm. I don't yeah. know why. why. Where did it come from? Yeah. And like, I mean, it was a while ago. So, of course, they're probably, I mean, I'm sure that the Band-Aids that are now like, 
every skin tone didn't exist but I'm like what is that and why is it there I was I like I couldn't even I don't remember any of the dialogue other than him like goofily smiling and saying there was gonna be a vow renewal and then maybe her saying something weird about being a bridesmaid but other than that I was like (laughs) can you take off the band-aid please like why is that there the island sun will help you please remove it immediately (laughs) Yeah, like, upon hearing about it, Kenya's just like, oh, okay, well, am I going to be a bridesmaid or something? And then in confessional, she says, I should be having the wedding. I should be having the proposal. Oh, my God. She's (laughs) so insane. (laughs) So the next morning, um, Nini's getting glam, and Kenya comes in, so they're kind of getting glammed up together. I like that we got to see the glam setup. Yeah, I mean, and this is... I didn't I don't know if the timing was like oh wait no I'm thinking of something else this wasn't right after she was working out I think that was a different time right I don't know okay never mind sorry that's okay (laughs) um so they are kind of talking and Nini says so if this doesn't work out with Walter are you gonna move back to LA (laughs) again just poking holes in the premise of like why is she here right um Kenya's like no no I feel like Atlanta's really my home now I really love it here it's like "Mm, okay Mm -hmm. Portia comes in to get glam and she's very cordial to Kenya and Kenya is cordial to her Nini says she's glad to see them talking um Portia says they left it all in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and then Kenya leaves and then Portia confides in Nini that she's actually keeping her distance because she doesn't know what type of personality she's going to get from Kenya. Yeah. Um, and I will say we get to, we got like two funny confessionals. So after Portia says they left it in Atlanta, Kenya's like, my sentiments exactly. In fact, I don't even remember what happened. It was so long ago and it was irrelevant to me. <laughs> Very convincing. Kenya loves playing the mean girl. Like, geez. Yeah. And then Portia says, I'm not going to let this 1993 something beauty queen ruin my vacation. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, like the, they're really not over it, but they're just sort of acting as if they are. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Yeah. (laughs) Cynthia has arranged a spa day and they all get massages Mm -hmm. and the massages look so nice. But then of course they have to like argue while they're getting massages. Right. (laughs) Housewives. Right. And it starts off so nice because everybody has to undress and Phaedra is like, ooh, it's a donkey expo because everybody is taking (laughs) off all their clothes and Phaedra is loving every second of it. (laughs) But then it slowly descends into madness. Yeah. Um, Nini asked Kenya. Oh, because they were kind of talking about engagements. Like, will Candy and Target engage? Wedding. Nini asked Kenya what she would do. Kenya says, well, we've been talking about possibly eloping, so I don't know. (laughs) It's like, define we've been talking. Right? (laughs) And this, to me, is a confessional that I love the most because Nini says, bitch, who are you in a relationship with? Because it certainly ain't nobody on this damn island. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like... That's so real because yeah. what you talk like the way that people, I mean, I also was like eloping 
y'all don't even seem to like each other. Are you trying to convince me that you guys are so in love that you guys are just going to like run off somewhere and get married? I mean, last episode, Kenya said, I think we should elope. And Walter showed no enthusiasm for that whatsoever. But she acts like they've just been discussing it together. Like, hmm, well, should we elope or have a ceremony? Right. Um. So Kenya kind of responds again as if like, oh, this is why I like him and this is what's good about our relationship. Not really responding to what Nini is saying, which is like, I don't think this relationship exists. Yeah. Nini's like, I'm not trying to say anything negative. I'm saying from the outside, it doesn't seem that way. But if you like it, I love it. Yes. <laughs> and I thought of you. <laughs> yes. Because that is like the best. It's always top tier favorite, like black lady quote. Like, if you like it, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and Kenny says, I don't really give a fuck what people think. Right? And, I mean, <laughs> Nini's like, listen, y'all just don't seem like a couple to me. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just what it is. Like, y'all don't seem like a couple. And then <laughs> Kenya mentions how they're different, and that's why it works. And he's not the guy that's going to be out in the streets and, like, disrespecting me and all this other stuff. And then nini responds with you already said that's the kind of dude he was now you don't forgot like what happened and i'm like oh my god they're not <laughs> gonna let this go <laughs> yeah nini wants an answer to her question and kenya thinks she can like answer different questions but no she has to answer nini's question yeah but ultimately no answers are had mm -hmm. and nini just lets it go because honestly she's like i don't really care that much yeah like i've said my piece i told y'all you don't seem like a couple to me whatever you want to do is on you yeah um so now they all get dressed in white and they go out to a little island where peter and the guys have been like setting up a place like a little What's it called? Like a trellis on the beach and little things to sit on. Mm -hmm. It looks really cute. Yeah, it's beautiful. And as they get there, like Cynthia, like kind of finally figures out what's going on. Right. But it takes so long. Yeah. Right. So everybody <laughs> is standing there and then all the ladies are walking and Cynthia gets flowers and she's like, wait, what about the other ladies? The other ladies aren't going to get any flowers. Like what's going on? Yeah. And I love that she was like trying to be a good hostess in this moment, but we're like, girl, calm down. And then she's like looking around. She's like, wait, where's the prime minister? Where's the prime minister? No, <laughs> Nini, where's the prime minister? And then we finally see like this slow realization of her recognizing like what's actually happening. And it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's really sweet. And like Peter just says he wants it to like be the way they always want it to be. Mm -hmm. And they have like these lovely vows and he got them new rings. Mm. Fancy. And everyone just, like, enjoys this beautiful moment for them. Yeah. And Kenya says, honestly, at that moment, I was really happy for Cynthia. But I just kept thinking, why couldn't it be my ceremony? Oh, my God. <laughs> With that, I think we should take a break. I need a beverage. Yes. And we're back. So at the ceremony, mm -hmm. they say their vows and then they kiss. Right. And at <laughs> first it's super sweet and loving. And then I don't know if it's like being egged on by Greg or somebody else in the crowd, but then they just sort of go at it. 
and I am being non-dramatic when I say I threw up a little bit in my mouth. We definitely see Peter's tongue. Yeah. And just like attacking Cynthia's mouth. I will say that this is not something like I remember when I was younger, I was worried about my reaction to this because I was like, does this mean that I'm never going to like boys (laughs) or I don't want to be kissed? I don't understand. But what it comes down to is seeing people like making out on TV gives me like a visceral reaction like I think it's disgusting like cute pecs is fine but like anything with tongue like no I don't want to see it no I don't anyways okay so we get a little like interstitial a camcorder moment with Candy and Todd where they talk about christening the hot tub again yeah and they're just like having so much fun together and going back to the hotel or house or whatever and I I gotta say like I forgot what Candy's body looked like until she was very fit very fit and I'm like I don't remember her being that fit but I also like wasn't really that invested in the women's body she almost had like a six-pack yeah it, I mean, she looked amazing, and Todd clearly was loving everything. Yeah, he's, he's like seen. panning up and down. Yeah, they're like, so yeah, cute. Look at that. They're, I mean, they're so in love, and it was so sweet to see. Honestly. Yeah. So interestingly, all the ladies gather for a nightcap, but Candy is sleeping. <laughs> Just like Candy, I know you gave us a camcorder moment, <sighs> but the fact that you missed this scene is crazy yeah it's almost criminal for being yes. honest so what we get now is all the ladies hanging out for a nightcap mm-hmm. so this is a long let's call it a conversation yes let's <laughs> and we tried to capture it all to give you all the flavor of it but we think the best way to present it is to read the parts so i will be playing the part of kenya moore mm-hmm. And I will be playing the part of Portia Williams. Okay. Basically, Nini starts stirring the pot and being like, oh, I'm glad we could all get together. And Kenya, I was looking forward to meeting you because of everything I've heard. And Portia says, yeah, you're really different on this trip. Um, You're like much sweeter and more laid back. Mm -hmm. And then Portia kind of goes into her recounting of the way things went at the charity event and kind of giving her side of the story. Yes. And keep in mind, just to set the scene, that while Portia is describing what happened, we have Phaedra eating strawberries and whipped cream, Nini literally filing her nails, and nobody being that invested until Kenya reacts. Right. So as Kenya, I stand up and yell, that wasn't the case. What was the case? You know, that was a while ago. I'm really over it. See, this is why I can't connect with her. She's a non-factor to me. You're a non-factor, bitch. And then they talk over each other. And Portia says, don't smile at me and don't talk to me. Don't be in my circle. I don't, and then in confessional, Kenya says, I don't like being put in a corner because I'm a fighter. If you put me in a corner, I'm going to scratch somebody's eyes out. And then to Portia, she says, what are we in high school? Grow the fuck up. And then Portia says, what are you in Miss 40-year-old whatever you are? (laughs) (laughs) Kenya says, yes, bitch, 40 and fabulous. Like I just stepped off the stage yesterday. And then they nonchalantly uh, cut to Phaedra sipping tea. 
And Portia then says, you are such a hood rat. Kenya says, you add 10 years to your age and then tell me how fabulous you will be. And then she says, your title was from 19, how many years ago? Yes, bitch, it's still relevant. And your grandfather's foundation was from how many years ago? You're going to call me a bitch one more time. And I'm going to tell you what's going, what's going to happen with this wine. <laughs> with this wine. <laughs> oh, with this wine. <laughs> Kenny goes, bitch, bitch. Right. And then is that when Portia stands up? Oh, no. More dialogue. That's right. So then Portia says, you need to get out of my face. I don't deal with this very well. You will be over a cliff. Kenneth says, girl, I'm in your face. You act like you are a queen. You're nothing, bitch. And I'm still here making you relevant. Oh, my God. At this point, we have Cynthia and Nini who are literally trying to break up the fight, right? Mostly... Nini is pulling Kenya back and mostly Cynthia is calmly directing Portia to another part of the area because all the women are near the pool. And it's, <laughs> it's actually like the, the optics of it are amazing because we see Kenya going insane and Portia yelling, but seemingly much more calm and collected, even though Kenya is the one that created all of this drama, honestly. Yeah. Like, Portia's not perfect in this scenario, but she hasn't, she hasn't, doesn't seem like she's really lost her temper the way that Kenya did so quickly. Right. Um, so as Portia's being carted out by Cynthia, and by carted out, I mean moved very slowly over to another part of this like cabana area. She says, you're making me relevant, sweetheart. You're a nobody. What have you done, period, in your life? Who are you and why are you talking to me? Become something. You're a tramp. You are a bitch and a dumb little cheerleader. (laughs) (laughs) Is this when uh, Pedro says that she feels like she's in the middle of uh, Katrina and the Georgia something? Yes. The Georgia tornado all at once. It's crazy. They have successfully perturbed Phaedra. Right. And so after Portia calls Kenya a tramp, then Kenya has to respond. Yeah. You're the tramp with the damn tramp step on the back of your butt. Are you serious? The fake booty and boobs and everything else that you have going on with you? Yeah. And you can kiss my booty all day long. How dare you invite me to that bullshit? Now referring to the cheerleader. Right. It was... It was like all over the place, but I feel like at this point, the women are li- are just screaming out whatever they can think of. Yes. Because in response, Portia says, you want to tell a Chinese man you'll have his baby in front of your boyfriend? <laughs> Problematic on several levels. Right. The man was not Chinese. Editor's note here, right? We should jump in. Also, <laughs> just why even bring it? Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, jeez. Kenny says, you're irrelevant. You're irrelevant. And then Portia says, trash, trash. (laughs) Nini kind of is talking to Kenya, trying to get her to stop. Um, And Kenya says, she's the one talking to me. And then Nini says, Kenya just went all sorts of cuckoo. Um, Nini was trying to say to Kenya, like, everybody gets to express their feelings and you don't just get to start screaming. 
then Kenya, as if addressing Portia, who's like on the other side of the lanai, just yells like, don't tell me about your little cheerleader circle. Nobody wants to be in your cheerleader circle. Really? Cheerleader? You're 31. You act like you're 21. Yeah. And so in the same vein, so we have Portia on a completely different side of the lanai, as you mentioned. And so she then screams across what appears to be many several feet. Um, you need to take your hood rat ass back to Detroit. And he says, you don't call someone old because my title was 10 years ago. Your grandfather did his work 40 years ago. Does that make his work irrelevant? And another editor's note, her title was 18 years before this scene. Also, yeah, I'd say like we're, we're all still benefiting from the civil rights work that Portia's grandfather did. Whereas like, how does who's Miss USA affect any of us at all? Yeah, it's bizarre but I also feel like it's an example of Kenya trying to describe like how self-important she is right she is apparently on equal footing as a civil rights leader like a literal worked with Martin Luther King incredible that she thinks that like her title has this kind of impact absolutely wild so Portia just now kind of like stalks up to her and then Kenya puts up her hand in Portia's face to kind of stop her So then Portia says, you put your hand in my face and we're going to have a relevant issue. You want to come at my face, little girl? And then like Kenya gets around the group by like climbing up on like a little like tiered garden level so that she can come around to where Portia is. (laughs) Like she's maneuvering. Yeah, but Nini is not having it. Like she maneuvers right back and like basically semi, I don't want to say tackles, but she sort of puts her in a bit of a like arm body lock the way that you might imagine a headlock but because Kenya's arms are sort of flying about she catches her by the arms and is like pulling her away to try and like get her away from attacking Portia yeah and so as all of this is happening Portia is assessing the situation and I think that this is where her like debutante roots come in because she's like touch me that's what I want you to do I will love to sue your ass you're trying to reinvent whatever the hell you had going on 55 years ago. <laughs> the numbers. Right? Every time she throws an insult, the amount of time goes up and up and up. It increases every single time. Kenny says, baby, without your grandfather's legacy, you don't have anything for yourself. And then Portia says, and you sit up here talking to me like that, please. You're ridiculous. And that's how silly you are. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it becomes and it's we have to mention that there are insults being like screamed back and forth this entire time. And it gets increasingly less easy to hear and (laughs) more nonsensical in the things that they're saying. Yeah, like this. We couldn't capture it all. We're just doing our best. Kenny says, so the accomplishments of everyone before you don't matter. You sound stupid. You're stupid. Curb ass bitch. That's what you are. Go read a book. (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, Portia has now returned to her original sort of place further away from the other ladies. She's sitting by herself. And then uh, Nini tries to calm her down and says, all right, I'm going to go and try and talk to Kenya now. Yeah, and Kenya just basically talks about how educated and fabulous she is. She's like, she can't talk to me that way. I'm, like, so accomplished. I'm so educated. 
I've done so much. Um, and then she says, I'm still fabulous, right? Gone with the wind fabulous. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And Phaedra is looking like, um, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> Nene says, bitch, is it movie night? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Well, not quite. Oh. Because Nini wants them to all sit down and talk about it. But oh, Kenya yeah. smiles and says she's going to bed. Good night, ladies. Then she twirls in place a few times. And then as she's walking away, she twirls like as she's walking several times. And this is like another thing where it's like, I'm doing great. I'm so happy. It's like, what just happened? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was very bizarre. But. I mean, eventually Kenya goes to bed. Yes, she twirls away. A twirl that will, like, later become her iconic move. Yeah. And Gone with the Wind Fabulous will become her iconic quote. Yep. Okay, well, now, before we discuss further, should we take a break? We definitely should. And we're back. So the final note that I want to make sure that we don't, even though I'm not the biggest fan of Kenya, but we do have uh, one final quote that I want to make sure that we put in. So while all this is happening, she says in response to being called ghetto, she says, I am ghetto, but I'm also sophisticated, educated, classy. I'm a lot of things. That's all a part of my magic, sweetheart. You're just jealous because you don't have that kind of magic. Yeah, great moment from Kenya. I mean, I will say, like, this fight is so wild. I feel like I'm on Portia's side, but there's definitely some of the things that she said in the argument that I really can't get behind. Yeah. Like, she's very quick to be like, you're a hood rat. Like, ew, you're not, like, classy. And it's like, okay, you have your class privilege. Obviously, you haven't really had to think about these things, but, like, it's not cool to put someone down that way. And it's like weirdly like it's classist. Mm -hmm. These words are kind of like racist, even if you don't mean them that way. Yeah. I don't know. No, for sure. And it's funny. One, because I focused a lot more on her like sort of age shaming somebody, which I just never get behind. And anytime any housewife on any franchise ever does that, I'm like, this is stupid because aging is a gift and you're like, we grow older. You, there will come a point in time, hopefully where you make it to 50 or 40 or 60 and to like, denigrate somebody because they're older than you is just like a stupid thing to do even though I love Portia um the other thing is that this situation it kind of oddly enough it reminded me of around this same time when I was on Twitter more heavily and um I had like commented on something and then this like white woman I didn't know called me a hood rat (gasps) and it was like the most bizarre thing but it like I feel like I was, so at this point, just to be very transparent, I had like finished undergrad with honors and I had my graduate degree and I was like working at a law firm as like a paralegal and just like living my best life as best I could in my like early twenties. Like I had two degrees, including a master's before I was like 25. 
And so this just like random white woman saw my like, I don't know what they call it back then, the icon yeah, photo yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, not profile photo, but the like little icon. Yeah. So she saw my little icon, which was a photo of me and decided to call me a hood rat. And so like, That's I crazy. It was absolutely wild. And so like I retweeted it for all of my followers. And I just remember laughing because I'm like, when you're pushed against a wall or when you're wrong or when you feel offended, like the first thing you do is call somebody a hood rat because you can't think of anything else because there's quote unquote, like nothing worse than being like ghetto or all the other stuff. And I was just like, I'm a lot of things. I mean, I, I wouldn't have had the grace that Kenya did in terms of like, leaning into and owning her behavior but also saying that's not all that I am I was just like I'm a lot of things but I'm not ghetto or a hood rat but nice try and also you're kind of racist yeah <laughs> um absolutely don't love Portia saying it find it 100% unacceptable for white people to use this <laughs> language like no absolutely not right but to your point yeah. it is like a sort of classes class privilege thing and it's not a flex I don't remember it I remember feeling like even though Kenya was unhinged that she won this battle right Portia won the first one outside of the charity event yeah but I think Kenya won this one especially with the gone with the one fabulous but yeah I think part of it is because she didn't have anything real to throw back at her if she had like actually reinforced Kenya's terrible behavior or like the things about I mean granted Kenya also said that she's ain't she ain't nobody's tramp and we're like ma'am yeah uh, read the room honey <laughs> right then why are you acting this way and it's like and there's nothing wrong with being a little trampy being a little slutty but no. you gotta own it yeah. girl you gotta own it yeah, exactly. I feel like if she was like, oh, I'm just really sex positive and I'm really out there with my sexuality and yes, I love to flirt and that's just me. But like, I don't think she actually thinks of herself that way. No. And she keeps sort of feigning this like weird innocence as if she's not doing the things that we all see her doing. Yeah. Which just, le it, for me as a viewer, I left a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, granted, I also was like, yeah, she's great for the show. But I was like, no, this isn't like you, I just, I don't. You know me. I love a girl's girl. And I feel like part of being a girl's girl is like not making your girlfriends feel uncomfortable because yeah. of your personality. Like just she, like there's a time and a place. If yeah. you guys all go out to the club together and you're flirt, you want to like flirt with all those guys that nobody knows. That's a different situation. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Get us drinks. Yeah. <laughs> see if they'll get us mozzarella sticks. Right. Like this is what we need. That energy. Yeah. But not around my husband. No, no, yeah. No, no, no. no. Um, I agree. I do feel like Kenya won, even though at the at first she was just so unhinged right away. That I was like, okay, well, she's at the disadvantage because she's just kind of like losing it. But I do think she successfully got Portia to lose it too. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason Portia was able to win the first confrontation is because she really maintained her composure and just like let Kenya look crazy. Mm -hmm. And this time it's like they both looked crazy. And then Kenya suddenly pulls out of it and it's just like, mm, good night and twirls yeah. away. She's <laughs> like, what? Oh my gosh. And like left everybody just sort of dumbfounded. Like what is happening? What is this? What is wrong <laughs> with this girl? What is going on? Yeah. I mean, but it, it was iconic. Like to this day, it's been over a decade and who doesn't remember Gone with the Wind Fabulous? Like, yeah. 
because I was but I mean I forgot that the fight was with Portia honestly like I mean in the grand scheme of things like I remembered the quote even to this day but I if you'd asked me who was she fighting with I was like I don't know yeah maybe could have been anyone yeah Cynthia <laughs> so yeah I mean I got to give props where props are due um and yeah Kenya made this a very iconic episode and left me feeling excited about what's to come <laughs> yeah absolutely um it's like we're just having a really wild trip <laughs> <laughs> right and I also just love even though Portia didn't really win and she said some problematic things I mean they both did but like I still love to watch Portia get activated I think she the stuff she comes up with is so funny yeah saying you're trying to reinvent your success from like 55 years ago just like makes it so oh long and I know that age shaming is not great but like Kenya really sets herself up for it by like insisting that people give her props for things that happened so long ago. Yeah. It's just like, this is 18 years ago. Yeah. Which is like, that's fine. People win pageants when they're like 21. And then like for the rest of your life, you're a former pageant winner. Mm -hmm. But like that she like feels that everybody should be like giving her so much respect for her title as if it's Mm -hmm. like, she's a true aristocrat. (laughs) Aristocrat. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. And I've always been very curious about the whole like aspect of like royalty when it comes to this, because they're technically pageant queens. Mm -hmm. But like, do they actually feel like they're entitled to like foot soldiers and like all of these other things? I can't remember if it was this season or a different season, but somebody had asked Kenya once if like you, she could wear her crown and she's like, yeah, no, you got to pay extra for that. Like I'm not coming in full regalia without a check. Yeah. And just sort of like, I don't know. I, th- I mean, we know that Kenya is so delusional that she feels like she is this like massive celebrity at, especially at a time when like most people don't know who the hell she is. Like I, couldn't imagine her in Atlanta and people stopping and being like, are you Kenya? But (laughs) I know that that would be the case for like Nini and even Portia and Cynthia. So I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Just crazy stuff. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we've reached the end of the episode, so I have to know who is your peach of the episode. My peach is Nini. Mm. I love that she's just has her questions. She continues to ask them. She really stirred up this whole situation with Portia and Kenya. And as much as she's like, hey, everybody should like get to speak their piece without like and be treated respectfully. I think on some level she was like, I want to see what Kenya's got. (laughs) Let's wind her up a little bit and see what happens. And like, boy, did they get it. Um, but yeah, that's why Nini's just like MVP, the best, can't do this without her, love her looks and her jokes and everything. Yeah, I have to agree. I know I always give it to Phaedra, but I think that this time, I mean, Nini just shined in a way that is almost indescribable. Like she remained calm and a great go-between and she was also like reactive and lovable like her facial expressions and in, re- in response to Kenya was so <laughs> amazing but she also somehow figured out how to remain unbothered which is such a talent yeah like, and I just love her being like really yeah. like <laughs> really <laughs> it's actually 
actually i hate that now that's that i'm gonna forever think about um sutton from beverly hills when she's like name them yeah name them name them name them name them name them <laughs> another icon what can you say oh my goodness so who was your pit of the episode okay this is tough because while kenya was quite a pit Mm -hmm. she also gave us so much um i think that i'm gonna have to say my pit is candy for not (laughs) going to the nightcap where everything goes down Candy, you're you're just going to bed while everyone else is filming, and you're getting by with your little camcorder clips. Like, come on, get to work. I was like, how is Candy catching strays over here? <laughs> like, she was literally like just had sex with her boyfriend and went to bed, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, that's not your job. You can you can do that at home. Fair, 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 fair. Like, go ahead and have sex with your boyfriend, but then you have to come to the nightcap. The nightcap is where it's happening. No, but she doesn't even drink. No. No, I'm just, no. Well, that's true. I guess she, I mean, she's always in situations where everybody else is drinking. That's true. I was going to say, no, so why is she so tired? Like, Mm. she didn't, everyone else probably drank all day and she's fine. Yeah, valid. Okay, you're right. Well, for me, I would say that my pit would have to be Portia, even though I love her and I loved, but I just felt like the way that she was fighting with Kenya at the end of the episode just left such a poor taste in my mouth because I felt like she was going after things that are just in poor taste, right? Like somebody's age, somebody's like accomplishments, somebody's like ability to i mean i don't know it was pretty funny when she was talking about her being a tramp but like (laughs) oh her circumstances in terms of like calling her ghetto and a hood and trash and it's like you know so we don't know that much about kenya at this point but we know that she had a pretty tough upbringing um and that she's from detroit and so i feel like it was really poor form for portia to go after that level of vulnerability because we know that portia was brought up in like a very soft life, right? Like very much had everything at her disposal. And Kenya has always been more of like the scrappy thing. So I just, it really left a bad taste in my mouth when uh, Portia did that. So I got to give her my pit this week. Yeah, I totally hear you. And um, I think it's also just a glimpse at like how truly sheltered Portia is like I don't even think she realizes like what a problematic thing that is to say I think Mm -hmm. she's just been sort of so sheltered from interacting with people who have less than her that she doesn't like she's so quick to judge on that basis and she has a lot to learn and she is very young yeah and she's still in her 20s at this point right yeah she I think she's 27 so you know um no excuses that was definitely pit behavior but I think it's just like an actually an interesting like starting point for what we have with Portia because I know she's going to evolve so much yeah agreed absolutely true uh well, I mean, I guess that's the end of the episode. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I think that we have more Anguilla when we come back <laughs> next week. So I'm I'm down to keep recapping this incredible trip. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Right? Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. 
Double Vision is created by Jules and Keynes. Starring Jules and Keynes. Produced and edited by Juliana Tringali-Golden.